Well, Hope Friends, here we are again today, and we are today in Psalm 63 for this edition of Hope Daily. Psalm 63, I've called this Better Than Life. And we're just going to read the first four verses of this psalm today, another psalm that says a psalm of David when he was in the desert of Judah. So let's do a little bit of the setting here before we read this psalm, because the desert of Judah speaks probably most likely about a time in his life when he is running from Saul for his life. And he's hiding out in the desert of Judah, the barren wastelands that are the rocky hills and whatever around Jerusalem and throughout the entire region of Judah. So David writes this song as a reflection. He has been kind of isolated, excommunicated. He's in hiding. So he doesn't have his normal flow of life. He certainly can't go to Jerusalem. That would be a death sentence. So he's hiding himself, but he's disconnected from some of the things that are precious to him. And uh, as we read this, I think maybe we can pick up on some of that. So Psalm 63, starting at verse 1, it says this, You, God, are my God. Earnestly I seek you. I thirst for you. My whole being longs for you. In a dry and parched land where there is no water. I have seen you in the sanctuary and beheld your power and your glory. Because your love is better than life, my lips will glorify you. I will praise you as long as I live, and in your name I will lift up my hands. We have this song from David. We're told that it's while he is in the desert. And so out in this dry and parched land where there is no water, he's feeling, I'm sure at times, the weight of that. This is not a place where you can just check into some hotel and turn on a tap of water and water comes out. This is something that's a life or death reality. I need to find water for me and my men or we will die. And my thirst cannot be quenched unless we find some water. So in a very real way, in a, in a living, breathing way, David experiences the heat of marching around and hiding and running and, and searching and the, the danger, the weight of danger upon him. But his body feels that thirst. And David takes that body experience and he reflects on it in a spiritual way. He takes the need that his body has and he says, yes, my body needs water and I know what it feels like to ache for a drink, to be thirsty and parched. But what I really know is that my soul is thirsty for you. Just like my body aches for that water, my soul aches for you. As a matter of fact, even more so, my soul aches for you. And I think I've seen you in your sanctuary, beheld your power and glory, talks about the fact that he has not been able to go to a worship service, to go to the tabernacle, to go to meet with God at the house of God as he has been accustomed. He doesn't think that God has forgotten him or God is not with him, but he wants to go back to that place. I think for all of us, we remember those moments when we were not allowed to go to the house of God. We were not allowed to gather together to worship him in one place, in one space. And when we came back, I think we all had an appreciation of how precious it was, how powerful it was that we get together and we worship the name of the Lord together. He says, I will praise you as long as I live and your name I will lift up my hands. As we praise him, we lift up our voices and many times we lift up our hands to the Lord it is an expression of our desperation for him, our adoration for him. It is just a way that we reach out physically to reflect this spiritual reality that we are reaching out for him. And we are 
trying to, to have that connection be the life-giving connection that He wants it to be inside of us. We're working together on figuring that out. So we see this picture of David starving, dying of thirst, so to speak, for his relationship with the Lord, for his time with God, for his time at the sanctuary. He resolves that he will praise God in every way and every chance that he gets. He will do it expressively and out loud and publicly, and he will make sure that people know that God is someone worthy of praise. But there's one phrase that drives all of this, and it's this, because your love is better than life. Your love is better than life. That's a very nice, beautiful, poetic statement. I wonder if it's true to me, to you, that God's love is better than life to me. That if I had to choose between the two, it would be no contest. That I would yield my life willingly, eagerly to hold on to God's love. That his love is better than life. See, I think what happens for all of us is that our love gets a little dim. I think it gets a little bit weary. I think we get a little bit dried out and we don't even recognize it. There are many things that that suck the spiritual energy out of us, the spiritual life out of us, whether it's distraction or distress. It winds up being something that squashes us a little bit every day until we're very dry and we're very weary and we're very worn Our relationship with God is not what it used to be. David says, I love the Lord and his love for me is better than life. That's what I want. That is the highest priority for me, knowing God's love. I wonder how much do you love the Lord today? How much does your life and your daily choices and your daily words, the focuses you take in and the ones that you reject, how much does it reflect that you love the Lord? Do you love serving him? Is it a joy to your soul? Are you someone that we have to hold back from serving too much because we don't want to to take you beyond what God has called you just because you're enthusiastic? That's the kind of love that David's talking about here. Do you love talking about him to other people, whether they are believers or not? Do you love having discussions about the work of God and the goodness of God and the way that he's done things in your life? Just the other day, we were Dan and I were out with some with some friends and we're talking about how God has been at work in our lives. And it was amazing as we talk about the things that we've seen God do, the places that he's brought us through, the things that fell apart that God put back together way better than they ever were before. Those things are all testimonies about how much God has done. And we love talking about that. How much do you love talking about the Lord? How much do you love talking to the Lord? talking to him in prayer, reading his word, going to church and and worshiping him, having a community conversation with him in song. How much do we love the Lord? Is his love better than life to me? Well, I mean, theoretically, of course, we all know the answer is yes, his love is better than life. But I'm wondering, what does that look like? If his love is better than life, what does that look like in your life today? So let God ask that question to your soul as you go about whatever you've got to do this day and through the rest of this week. Because David says, your love is better than life. He says it from out in a desert where his daily struggle is finding enough water to survive. But his big focus as he writes this song is, yeah, my, my physical thirst is a thing, but my spiritual thirst is the thing. Because my relationship with God, that is 
the highest pinnacle of my existence. It is even more important to me than my very life. I wonder if God's people today still believed that and still lived in that reality. What would happen to this world, to our churches, to our homes, to our souls? I pray that he will show us this day how his love is better than life.